it's 7.15 a.m. Today's 4.20. I'm going to break down to you guys what 4.20 stands for just a little bit deeper later on. Um, I'm going to title this a certain title um, on purpose. So you guys don't have to listen to it if you don't want to, if you're scared or whatever. If you're just interested in the craft that I do, you can listen to it. It ain't going to do nothing to you. It's only for the people that um, know who they are that went against me. My family, my friends, everybody. I told you guys I could turn you into animals and creatures. And also for people that's going to, you know, for some people that don't know what they're doing, don't try this at home. (laughs) You might try to write down the words and try to do that to somebody and you might end up backfiring because it's my own earth magic, okay? It's my faith hope doing this, so <laughs> you can listen if you want to be nosy and figure out what's about to happen to people, but literally, like, it's not for y'all, okay? Let's get to it. <laughs> Creative like a frog, transcend like a horse, cooperation of the ants. That would against me, of course. Sneaky and adaptable like the rat. The communities will turn to bees, and that's just that. The moth was warning signs of caution from my ancestors. The potency of the goat will deliver direct messages <laughs> to all the lizards out there trying to survive. The magpies that have addiction who stole from me just to stay alive. The wasp sent for revenge, the otter for dexterity. (laughs) The bat for those who try to use magic to sway my direction in life. Blackbird omens getting striped by lightning in the middle of the night. To the cunning brides that invited me to all the parties and gatherings. You'll be as slick and sly as a fox. For the badgers that try to bring me to court and persecute me. (laughs) The hair brings transformation quick. (laughs) My newt brings a sense of urgency. No more glamour spells, no more protection, no more promiscuity. Instead, all of these animals is what everyone that goes against me shall be. And it's done, Ashe. a.m. So the first part I recorded before, but I found out it's all going to be on one episode. Maybe, nah, this might be like a few parts. This is going to be very long. This is definitely going to be a few parts. Um, But this is the ancestors having me put out all the energy (laughs) for myself and for my collective all across the world. Okay. All right. So we're going to learn today about the vegans. 
So remember I was talking about vegetarians and meat eaters when I break down um, the Hebrew translation of the Bible, right? So I talk about the vegans. I kept saying vegetarians, but I meant to say vegans, okay? So the vegans are literally, I'm looking at a picture of them right now, and they're black. They're black by nature. They have ears that kind of like look elfish or like pointy ears, but they're literally black people, okay? They have corn rolls and puff balls and braids in their hair. You know, the men have long um, gold tees or beards. You know what I mean? Like, literally, they're from another planet. Or not from another planet. They were made from this planet to live on this planet and to be vegans. This is the 12 tribes of Israel, okay? So I'm going to break down who the vegans were. And I'm going to list out the 12 tribes of Israel. So if you are a part of them, you can understand and know. And that even goes for our our albinos, okay? That doesn't go for all white people, okay? It goes only for our, our albinos. And they let me know. I named off the albino races, okay? Celtic, Norwegian, Danish, Finnish, all that up there of any sort, okay? Um, Greek and Italian as well, okay? And I believe even, like, Spaniards, too. They just made them feel like um, they're different from us. Spaniards are literally, like, they're literally, like, the albinos to the 12 tribes of Israel involving, like, you know, the Hispanic race. Okay? That's why there's that beef between them. So let's learn about the vegans. Vegan beings reside on... The planet Vega. So your ancestors, before they came here and was part of the ancient builder race, they were from Alpha Lyra, so they're Lyrans, okay? So remember I talking about, like, the lion people? When I talk about Sekhmet and Baset and um, Egyptian mythology, right? And they have lion heads or the body of a lion. These are the same people. So when they came to um, together to form Earth and make, like, a heaven on Earth, they were here. And the first beings that they were making, like I said, from mud and clay and sand, they considered us vegan beings, okay? We come from the brightest north star in the Lyran constellation. Vega has its own solar system, okay? We have our our own solar system, so literally, that's why a lot of us can control the weather or we can predict it because this is something that we did on our own planet. Okay, that's why I tell my beautiful melanated people to control your emotions because we're on this planet and even though you don't realize your gifts are activated, you do help control the weather in your immediate area, okay? Vegan beings are ancestral refugees from ancient Lyra Draco Wars, okay? So the reason why our ancestors came here, the Anunnaki, the Blue Avians, you know what I mean, the Egyptians... The reason why they came here, the gods came here to planet Earth to create this planet, was because the Alpha Draconians landed on Lyra, okay? They were attacking Lyrans before they got to Earth. Then once they discovered that they're also on Earth, they came here too, okay? But it was basically like the beings that they were creating on planet Earth they were, it was like refugees, basically. Like, they were trying to flee from the war to create more so that everybody wasn't wiped out. 
so that their generations, their um, their type, their celestial being type can live on, you know, or else they would have been wiped out of existence. So the Alpha Draconians, like I say, the royal people, you know, the queens and kings, the, the what's it called, the British people or whatever the hell's over there, and the ca- um, castles and stuff across overseas, okay? Also, the governments, the Illuminati, the secret societies, the people in control of everything from our food to our entertainment to our news to the weapons to the war to the vaccines to the pharmaceutical companies to the drugs being dropped off okay all of that we've been at war with them for eons okay (laughs) my child's father and me we used to say eons we knew each other for eons and peons meaning like it's like that's how you calculate time and space is by eons in light years okay so we've been doing this for a long time they peacefully did not participate in any galactic politics or wars they took a neutral stance to the complex dramas so honestly when they were destroying lyra they tried not to fight they're peaceful beings so they tried not to um, fight and tried to come and instead create a solution and the solution was building a new earth so that these beings, their, you know, their descendants can continue to live on. That's the whole point. That was the whole point of making heaven on earth. But the Draconians followed them here, too. They're culturally around, they are culturally around 250 years ahead of the Pleiadians. And they stand six to seven feet tall. Now we come in all different sizes and shapes and stuff but originally we were all six to seven feet tall and we are 250 light years ahead of pleiadians meaning even the pleiadian race that's here and i'll break that down another day uh, we're more advanced than them vegan beings are highly self-sufficient and very autonomous civilization okay look at our ancestors after they got out of slavery immediately after slavery ended we had black wall street in tulsa oklahoma before they race um race rioted and bombed it that was the first actual bombing on u.s soil came from um race wars and race white rights and stuff like that it's a very successful um, place the gap band that song you dropped a bomb on me baby it talks about that okay i think this uh, lake lanier in georgia before lake lanier was lake lanier that was a man-made lake if you go to lake lanier you'll hear of stories of it being haunted because what they did is the alpha draconians or the white the white race kkk that's a secret society as well they did not want the black people to thrive there so they literally created Lake Lanier by flooding that town. The entire town is underwater. That's why it's dangerous to swim in Lake Lanier because you can run into a tree, you can run into a car, you can run into a body. There's always bodies floating up still to this day. There's haunting stories about people getting snatched under and stuff by the souls of our ancestors. Okay? Look into it. I'm not trying to scare y'all. It's literally what it is. We've been at war with them this whole time. They are spiritually guided by the Andromedan Council, okay? 
So the um, Andro- Andromeda, okay, is one of our connections. So remember I told you guys we have like spiritual teams, Andromedans, they work with us, okay? They're the ones that spiritually protect us as well because they are the closest to our star system. Vegan beings are natural healers and care deeply towards nature and the natural environment. While vegan beings do not initially partake in the original seeding projects, they culturally prefer to stay neutral and private. They chose mostly to be in solitude on their home planet. Vegans are independent and intolerant of feeling restricted to their sovereign self-agency. Their name suggests they are vegans and only eat organic, raw, plant life. They consider the consumption of dead animals to be a foul crime against nature. Vegan beings are humanoid, though some vegan beings are hybrids and have genetic characteristics of nearby celestial beings. So some of you guys, like I said, for example, all the vegan beings are all the 12 tribes of Israel. Some of you guys may have a little bit of blue avian here. You know, it's all about in your birth chart. It'll tell you if you have Aquarius placements and stuff. That means also you're of the bird people as well. So it's like you have ties to ancient Egypt. You have ties to, like me, Isis, Ishtar. I have wings. You know what I mean? Like Thoth um, and like Horus, you know, the, the falcon head. Ra, the falcon head. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. That's why you have these ties to these different things, okay? That's why our ancestors could walk around and carry a hawk or eagle on their shoulder. You know what I mean? They can walk around with lions and and, and tigers and big cats and panthers side by side with them because they are of this constellation, the same energetic energy. Now, the thing is, since we started to eat meat, okay? Remember I told you guys, um, they introduced meat to us. Before this, we were living off plenty from the earth nuts and peanuts and fruit and vegetables and we're creating our own things eating meat was introduced to us okay the type of energy we carry neutral solitude self-directed independent resourceful private peace family okay that's why there's so many times where we try to take a peaceful stance you know, to do the peaceful protest with Dr. Martin Luther King. Then we couldn't do that because they assassinated him, you know. We tried it the other way with um, Malcolm X, Huey P. Huey P. Newton. Still didn't work for them. You see what I'm saying? These wars have been going on since before we were even created, okay? So now I'm going to talk about the different cultures And when I mention albinos, and these cultures have white skin, is this because this is our albinos, okay? So I'm going to tell you the cultures. I already mentioned it, but I'm going to just say it again. Um, I have a book, and remember I told you I don't really read the book, but there's specific cultures that I need to mention in this. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to go off the 12 tribes of Israel first, and then I'll list off the other ones as well. And even the ones that are still melanated that might not be in my um, card deck, you guys know who you are, okay? So, 12 tribes of Israel, Judah, are the American blacks, the African Americans. The Benjamin tribe are the West Indians, okay? 
from West Indies. Levi are the Haitians, my people. Ephraim are the Puerto Ricans, my people. That's what I mean. Like, I literally have all these things. <laughs> Manasseh, the Cubans. Simeon, the Dominicans. It's funny that they got Dominicans and Haitians separate, but it's the same. To me, it is. Zebulon, Guatemala, and Panama. Or basically the, the Mayan ancestors. Their ancestors are Mayan. If you're from Guatemala or Panama, to Panama, you didn't know your ancestors are Mayan. Your tribe is Zebulon. God, or Gad. It could say God. Shit, I'm just going to say God. Native American Indians. Okay? So there's the original Native American Indians that were already on this turtle island. And then the African Americans that were brought over here from Africa. But you were a part of Egypt, okay? When they brought you over here, you were part of Egypt. They don't tell y'all that. They don't tell y'all that. Reuben, the Seminole Indians. Asher, Columbia, and... Oh, from... Okay, this is what I meant to say. For the Zebulon, it's from Guatemala to Panama, so all the regions in between, okay? For Asher, it's Colombia to Arguay all in all of the ones in between okay you guys our ancestors are the incas if you didn't know it says Shar, the mexicans your ancestors are the aztecs okay if you did not know neftal argentina and chile okay so these are all the 12 tribes of israel and everybody in between all the countries in between that i mentioned all right so let's get to it If you are, literally, bro, if you are Norse, uh, Norwegian in any way, Vikings, like I mentioned, then you are a Scandinavian, okay? Then you are our, you are our um, ancestors as well. You're part of us, all right? They don't want you guys to know that. Similar things that we were doing, you guys were doing as well. The runes is similar, very similar to um, reading Hebrew, okay? I'm learning to read runes now, but I, I know, I'm not learning. I'm, I would say I'm relearning these things because as soon as I look it up, I'm like, oh, yeah, boom. But I'm going to translate their stuff too. Elder Futhrak created the runic alphabet, okay? They use it for divination and to write stories and stuff. The Tuvians, also, they're a nomadic cattle, herder, cattle herders from Siberia. They were shamans, okay? Protectors of the earth. These are y'all people. I'm going to just name them all off. The San tribe. This is a very old tribe in South Africa. In parts of the Kalahari Desert, okay? They're also semi-nomadic. Nomadic, for people that don't know what that means, that means they travel, Okay? They just get up and travel. It's like the gypsies. They just roam, okay? Like, literally, all the um, all the maps and things were written in Arabic um, before they were translated into English. And the maps were changed because they didn't want everybody to know that we're all connected. They didn't want everybody to know that our ancestors have been traveling all throughout the regions, all throughout the entire world before the conquering 
of these Afro Draconians. Like, we was all connected. And that's why, that's why when I say I'm mixed, that's what I mean. I represent every culture because they would just travel. They'd be like, shit, they go to another damn tribe and they like, fuck, she's fine. I'm gonna get with that. And now that tribe and this tribe done mixed. And now they starting a whole new generation. And then they roam again. You see what I'm saying? They just travel. That's what it is. That's what it is. For Canada, there's the Cree people, okay? The Cree people. Or it's pronounced, I know I'm going to say this wrong, Nehi Yawak. It's their original name, not Cree. They could have gave them names the Cree because to them it's hard. The Zulu people in Africa, the Zulu warriors, they had women shamans, okay? They had warrior men to protect. They communicated with the ancestors. They were healers and mediums, performed rituals and traditional medicines, okay? They helped physically and spiritually align you. The Balinese, okay? All right. These people as well. Where is this at? They have harmonious relationships between humans and gods. They understand these things. They teach people to think good, to speak good, and to apply good. Because they understood the universal law of one. The people from Bali. That's where that is. Bali, they're Balinese. Okay, the Germans. Yeah. Germanic weapons, Germanic tribes. They, I mean, yeah. Elder Futhrak, which represents Scandinavians, things like that. Germans and Scandinavians, their cultures mix as well. Okay. Throughout the Middle Ages, the Danish, the Swedish, the Roman. When I say Roman, people need to understand Rome's in Italy. Okay, <laughs> like the Italians, all right. Our people, the, these um, I would say the. How can I say this? The um, the albinos that we were creating, they went off on their own and did their own thing. Okay, and one of the first ones that took and started to write and create encryptions was Elder Futhark. He helped create a language spoken by the German, the, the Germans, okay, by the Scandinavians, by the Danish, everybody that I listed off. And no, they did not have Christian practices. They were into the 66 gods of Norse religion, of Norse spirituality, okay? The pariahs, they're hunter-gatherers in the Amazon, in Brazil, okay? The crazy thing is they're also called the Buyaka tribe. Um, today, like if you look them up, they're considered the Pygmy tribe. Pygmy's disrespectful as fuck. It means small black person. I'm also a part of that tribe. And they're trying to burn down and tear down the Amazon. What was that movie? You guys need to go watch the movie called The Lost World, The Lost City of Z or something like that. The Lost City of Z, I think is what it's called. And it was talking about how back in the day, these, um, uh, the higher ups, I guess, the royal families were paying people by the shipments and by the bolo to go into the Amazons to try to find the lost city of Z because 
supposedly there's like hidden treasures in gold in the Amazons, but that's where the Bayaka tribe lives, my people. And they've been, um, these are the same tribe of people that they try to make it seem like on those old um, Looney Tune commercials and like old movies that are in black and white where you see like um, the people that have like bones going through their nose. Like, you know, how you have a septum piercing and they got like a bone through their nose. Or, like, they pierce themselves over their eyebrows or something with, like, bone. That's them. Um, and what they try to do is they try to say that we were cannibals. Remember, we didn't eat meat. We're surrounded by vegetation. We're in the Amazons. Okay? So it's like they didn't eat meat. But to make people fear their magic and to make people fear them and make it feel like, yeah, let's get these savage, wild people out of the forest and let's chop down the forest. It's like they'll try to send people in there. But really, they just want to chop down the forest because they know there's hidden gold and treasures there. They know that these people are magical. Okay? Now, to this day, they there was somebody that did find it, but he did not come back. He never came back. I feel like they accepted him and they let him live amongst them, but he loved the place so much he never was able to come back. But most people don't even get through it because they're so skilled with it. There's also, like, the Sammy tribe. If anybody ever watched the Vikings, I think it's on Hulu. Once it gets to the part with the Sammy tribe, that's also part of my bloodline, too. The Sammy tribe up there with the Scandinavians and the Norwegians. They're filthy. When it came to battle, when it came to, like, being in the woods, that was their specialty. Those fake connections were very strong, okay, when it came to our bloodlines. If somebody was coming at war, they had that little, the same stuff as the natives, that's the thing they don't want you to, to to see. They show it to you in plain sight on the end of the Vikings, how the Vikings ran into the Inuits. So the Eskimo, quote unquote, they don't like being called Eskimo, they're called Inuit. My ancestors are also Inuit. And they um, travel to Canada and Alaska, I believe as well. They met and ran into the Vikings and they realized they were the same people. They're just our albinos. They show you this on the show, but they don't tell you the truth about it. Okay? All hidden in plain sight. The same shamanistic things that we do with our melanin skin, the same things that the Scandinavians, Danish, Swedish, Germans do. Well, they did do before. Everybody got adopted into Christianity. The type of Christianity they wanted you to get adopted to, not the truth that all the ancestors wrote about. And they knew, this is I'm, that's why I say I'm going to end up having to break down the Tower of Babel for you guys. They knew that since all these different tribes spoke different languages, if they created one book with one language and didn't tell you all the truth, it'll be hard for y'all to go break down the actual truth. Because it's in a whole other language. So you're going to literally have to learn some ancient-ass language just to understand the truth. But the thing is, I'm the God's secret weapon. I know this language. I can read hieroglyphs. I can read runes. You see what I'm saying? I can read Hebrew. There's still people that can do this. Okay? They have so many people. that The Sami tribe, look, I just said that. The Sami tribe, the Nordic countries, okay? They were dope. They were hunter-gatherers. They traveled a lot. They traveled with their animals. 
They're very connected to like the moose and the deer. They hunted um, for wild reindeer for food and materials. So it's like if they did, like I said, if some of our ancestors did start to eat meat, it was more so like um, it was more so like our um, like our what's it called albino ones that started to eat it. You know what I mean? Because their makeup, their genetic makeup is just a little different. They didn't have as much melanin in their skin. Their body didn't get as much nutrients and proteins from the plants and stuff that we were eating as full melanated beings. So, in their defense, they were able to, you know, hunt a reindeer. But when they did this, they utilized the entire reindeer for sources. Even if it was like a whale or something, they would use that for resources. You see what I'm saying? Like for whales, you can get oil from whales, right? You can get rubber and shit like that, right? So something like that. You you sacrifice it to the gods. You guys make your meal or whatever y'all eat because your genetic makeup is slightly different from your actual melanated um, ancestors. So for my albinos, you know, my Danish, Swedish, Sami tribes, Nordic, German, these are the people that it's it's okay for them to eat meat. I'm not saying if you're African-American or you're any part of these 12 tribes that it's not okay. Your body was not designed to do this. So that's why we have gout, diseases, high blood pressure, fucking glaucoma, cancer, shit like that, because our bodies are not designed for this. Our albinos can because their genetic makeup is just slightly different, okay? They would do, like, fishing and doing, like, stuff like that. They used milk from animals and things, you know? So this is, like, the generations that come from... Uh, the generations that have the Sami tribe in them are Finland, Norway, Sweden, and Russia. If you know Russia's under attack right now, y'all gotta realize that a lot of these times these things are going on is because... Things are getting found out. And instead of them telling, they just want to start a war. They could have found out recently in Russia that their people is black or something. That could have been about to hit. So then now there's a war. You see what I'm saying? The Aztecs, I told you guys, you guys are, um, what did I say you guys were? What part of the 12 tribes? The Aztecs, the Mexicans. You guys are from the the tribe of Ishashar. I think I'm saying that wrong. I-S-S-A-C-H-A-R. Okay, that's the tribe you're from. Aztecs, okay. Your connection with Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead, okay. Celebrating different holidays in November. Reuniting with your ancestors, family feasts, dancing celebrations, Santa Muerte. Things like that. This is literally like, this is what you guys are supposed to be doing. Okay. It's time for y'all to reconnect too. Watch the movie. What's that movie called? And it's so cute. Coco. I love that movie, Coco. It's a children's movie. So it's a cartoon. But it explains 
um, the Aztec culture, it explains Dia de los Muertos and how important it is to remember your ancestors because it affects the afterlife as well. Okay. It also, I know I'm going to say this wrong, Metagutil. Oh, I fucked that up. This is going to be a goddess, the god and goddess of the dead or of the dark underworld. Okay. I know I fucked that up. I'm going to just spell it, bro. M-I-C-T-L-A-N-T-E-C-U-T-L-I. Mitchlantkutli? I don't know. I know the last name. I know the last part is Kutli. Mechtelantkutli? I don't know. This is ancient Aztec. My homegirl was mine, and she was able... I know her dog's name was, like, um, Zochi. But it's like they spell it differently, okay? Your language is very different. It's time for y'all to reconnect with that as well. The Sama Blaha tribe, okay? So these are the people, and you guys can literally... I seen a video of them the other day on YouTube. And um, they're called water people. And they can literally... I think they do something. It's like a, a tribal thing. Like this taboo that they do in their culture. They do something. I think they pierce their lungs. Or they do something. And it allows them to breathe underwater for at least 30 minutes. So these people, they go fishing and stuff. They're called the water people. They're in Southeast Asia. They're called the sea gypsies or sea people. Um, Sama means the people who build houses. Bahu means um, nomadic group or like people that live in sea boats. So literally, if you look into their culture, they're the people that have homes in the water like the the homes are on stilts and they're like in the water and they have these boats and they have spears and they'll go out and they'll literally like swim underwater and be at like the bottom of their water like of the ocean or whatever you know type of body of water that they're in and they'll go fishing and they'll hunt them with spears and they come back up but they can literally um without scuba gear hold their breath underwater for at least 30 minutes and these are like regular people yeah they can hold their breath and um dive to the depths that people and other sea life are at but like other people regular people they would need a um some type of breathing vessel or something they believe in the guardian spirit samanga that protects the vessel of the people and keep them from harm so they have water spirits that they work with okay these are also like sea people the Anglo-Saxons, the Anglo-Saxon period, okay? This was the period, um, and the crazy part is the Anglo-Saxons are also our, um, albinos. Now, when it came to them, they were not able to read or write. They were more so, like, um, good on storytelling. So, a lot of, like, the Disney movies and all those, like, fairy tales about supernatural creatures elves dragons um power on earth and stuff like that charms symbols talismans herbal por- oh, herbal potions excuse me those like earth witches that live to be like 300 500 800 years old and maybe in the woods and stuff them okay precious stones crystals chants these are literally the anglo-saxons okay They also are tied to, like, uh, the um, 
the Greek and Italian energies as well. The Gitanos are nomadic people that left from Northwest India. These are my ancestors, okay? Northwest India and Western, um, they went to Western Asia, North Africa, which is Egypt. They also went into Europe. They consider them in Europe, they call them Moors, Mauritians, okay? The ones that came to that society and taught um, the Alpha Draconians how to bathe and how to heal themselves and take care of the diseases that they had. North Africa with the Egyptians. That's why when you look at North Indians and you look at the, the ancient Egyptians, they look the same because these are the same people. Half of the tribe called the Gitanos, they were nomadic. Nomadic means to travel. To pack up everything and to just travel, okay? So they went to West Asia. That's why a lot of Asian cultures... I can't remember the name, but there's a West African... It's either... It might be West or East African. The women that wear rings on their neck, right? Look them up. They wear rings on their neck. And it's like the the when they're going through like their puberty or like their womanhood, they'll add more rings to their neck. So their necks get like a little long. Um... And I think they even have this thing where, like, the babies are crowning um, when they're younger. And they'll wrap, like, this, um, what is it called? They'll wrap, like, this um, thread or something around their head to make their head elongated, almost like Egypt. If you look at a lot of things in Egypt when they're trying to, like, piece together what Egyptians look like back in the day and do it now they're like oh their heads are elongated and their skulls are elongated that's because during birth the same practices that they did in different countries they did it there they traveled with their stuff that's why like there's a there's an African group that wears rings on their neck and there's also an Asian group of women and, and uh, tribes that wears rings on their neck too I can't think of their name off the top of my head while I'm channeling right now but they both wear rings on their neck. They have very similar traditions. The African connection, the melanated connections, is all through. We just have different skin tones. Still our people. We speak different languages because we're in different regions. Still the same people. The Amara tribe of South America, okay, Amarans, they were known for making music, okay? They have, like, this flute or, like, this um, particular, like, it looks like a wind pipe, but it's, like, they just stand over and kind of, like, blow into it, and it makes music. They're known for having social events. Um, there's not, they just, like, kind of harmonize with their music. There's no band leaders. There's no soloists. The magicians just come together and make music. That also sounds like native tribes, how they get together and they have their traditional ceremonial songs and they all harmonize and vibe together. Okay. Sorry. I gotta stretch my leg out. I'm up here sitting crisscross applesauce and shit. <laughs> okay, where else are we at? Yep. Okay, so back to Germans. There's like literally there's twelve nights in a year that they um this could even be like they re- they replace this with the what the twelve night the twelve days of Christmas or some shit like that. So it's literally like your ancestors had certain practices 
and they will take it and make it theirs, but they'll make you do what they want you to do. So for the Germans, the 12, um, the 12 nights were around the German New Year, okay? And this was because in Germany around that time, this was called like 12 smoky nights or 12 hairy nights, basically because it would be dark and cold. There'll be no sunlight, almost like how it gets in Alaska for three months. It would be like that in 12 months, I mean, in 12 days, 12 days and nights um, during the winter, okay? So during that time, they used that to like determine um, like a new year. They also would smoke. Um, yeah, they would also smoke or like leave their um, their houses lit with like fires, you know, like their chimney, because they believe that smoke will warn off evil winter spirits. Okay. They believed in a god called Wotan. W O T A N. They have other superstitions. One of them is to not hang clothes outside because the Wotan will be angry if he was running around and stuck in their washing line. So they have different superstitions and stuff, and they might not even understand why. This is why. Because you guys are the same as us. We have these same superstitions, okay? I know I'm going to fuck this up. <laughs> Ari Gnosians? They're part. They're people that lived in the forests of southwest France, thirty-eight thousand years ago. We know France is. Con- I told y'all France and like London and all that area is like tombs, death, buried on top of it. I know most of the world is, but like literally the streets, it's like literally haunted. I don't know how else to explain it to you guys. These were the people that had like woolly mammoths going on. They had the first cave art. Okay. They had alpine goats and deer that they worked with. They drew geometric designs on these cave walls. Okay, this is the most ancient works of art. Yeah, they were uh, shamanics. They were shamans as well. They also... They also um, introduced the first form of art and music and, like, culinary skills. I don't know how, but somehow they baked. I don't know how you would bake. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess. Because it's like, you know, you got, like, those wood, what's it called? Firestone pizzas or, like, (sighs) fuck, I forgot what type of pizza it's called. But it's like you can cook it on, like, a fucking fire. Like, you could build your own type shit, okay? They also were um, the first to, like, really tap in with, like, chakras and energies and healing. Mainly for, like, passionate chakras. So, like, your root-based chakra that deals with your, like, sexual energy and your solar plexus as well. They also painted, planted, sewed, sang, danced. A lot of times they live, oh, your ancestors are primitive, they live in the cave. No, I just told you all the things that they did. The Samoans, or like, I think they're called Maori, Tongans. I must, I'm, I feel like I'm saying this wrong, I'm going to just spell it. Tagalog, or t- whatever. I don't know how to say it. T-A-G-A-L-O-A. Okay. Samoan cultures. 
you guys also are our family. This is crazy. This is hella crazy. All these people. Mongolians. Now this is over in Asia. You guys are also nomadic herders. Alright. You guys, your ancestors also travel. They're known as throat singers. Who else sings with their throat? Natives. Indigenous people from all over. They harmonize. They know what it's like to have the spirit and sound harmonized together. They would... Okay, so these are the type of people that would go to the mountain types or the plain lands or the rivers or streams. And they would bring their... Um, it almost looks like a violin or a cello, but I don't know what it's called. But they would bring it and they would sing on top of the highest mountains and stuff. So, you know, you know that little... Um, they be trying to make fun of it on movies like, Yo, lady, who? Yo, lady, yo, lady. You know, the people that be yodeling and stuff. That is like the German version of it, but they, they're harmonizing and like singing with nature. The same for the Mongolians. Their singers would not really, like, perform for audiences or anything like that. They would literally go and perform for the gods and express themselves. Jamaicans, okay? Yep. Jamaica's known for its magic, spirituality, and music. Because of slavery and displacement, they tried to combine... African and Christian elements. You know, I told you with my ancestors, shit, I'm not Jamaican, but we're Haitian. You know what I mean? It's both an island. We had a certain base. We have voodoo, spiritual system, same as them. They have their own form, though. And when slavery and stuff happened, colonization happened, we were forced to take up on Christianity. But our ancestors outsmarted them and combined the two. That's how hoodoo got started. It's telling you the same thing here. Combining both under their eyes so they can't see and they don't realize what we're doing. They're really big on children. Alaskans, the Inuits. Okay, this is the Inuit culture. I know there's more, but at least that's what I know. Tinglet as well. I know I'm saying that wrong as well. T-L-I-N-G-I-T. They lived in the Alaskan forests. They used trees for shelters. They built canoes. They have totem poles. They used the ocean for fish, uh, fishing and sea mammals for food and clothing. Okay, So like when I explained the little bit of meat that we did eat, it was guided to do this. Why? If, if, if the gods know that it's cold where you're at, and they know that this sea animal, its fur or its skin could give you warmth in some type of way. They would do a whole spiritual ceremony for this because they knew that this animal was a gift from the gods. They knew that this animal was innocent. So when our ancestors would do these things, they're not going to just leave the fucking seal meat on. You know what I'm saying? Like I killed the animal. I gave this offer to the gods. I'm going to put this meat in my body for this time being. And I'm going to get whatever rubber or warmth or whatever we need to do to make outfits 
and things from their skin. Okay? Fur and things like that. These type of things were allowed because it was done so just to make sure they have resources not to overkill and dissect and murder and make these animals extinct and do all of those things without performing a ritual and giving back. You see what I'm saying? Everything that our ancestors did from whatever culture, it was all shamanic. It all had a purpose. To this day, energetically, I didn't understand why, but energetically since a kid, if I see roadkill on the side of the road, I don't care if I'm driving past it. I'll stop in that moment and I'll say a prayer for them. That's that's literally our ancestors. See what I'm saying? They limited ways they coexisted with animals. They understood that the birds and the different animals on their totem were very important. The Scottish, okay, Scotland as well. Alright? You guys also are ancestors. The crazy part is you guys had your own Vikings as well. They were going up against the England, the people in England. British and stuff, they were going up against them. The Knights of Templar, the Christian Crusaders coming in and wanting to make this one world religion take away spirituality, take away their customs, their gods, their way of life. The Scottish also had their own way of doing things. Okay? They fought for their independence as well. You guys also have this, um, you guys have Irish ties, so if you guys didn't understand why some Scottish have red hair and stuff, because Scottish, Irish, Celtic, Gaelic, you guys, that's all of our um, albinos. From the people from the island, the island of Fiji, Fijians, I think that's how you say, indigenous Fijians, them as well. Okay. You guys, and this is one of my favorite drinks, kava, kava, kava. Um, in their language, I know I'm probably going to say this wrong, but I think it's Yakona. But it's Kava Kava. It, it's a ceremonial drink that's made from roots. This can help you calm down. I know the Kava Kava, for me, it helps me calm down. It might even make me sleepy, okay? But it helps with, like, depression and stuff. They also use it for, like, gatherings, storytelling sessions, when you just chill out and relax because it's a very chill thing. They call it island time when they spend um, time with their family and friends and strengthen bonds and identities. They get together and they make things together, okay? Make clothes, food, weapons. They do everything together. That's why Samoans and Fijians and, and these different islands have that sense of community. Their ancestors are still very strong in them. The thing is... They have us pitting against them. Blacks versus Samoans. Mexicans versus Samoans. To the point they think they got to be in, in a community on their own without realizing. Because the government didn't tell us and they knew this the whole time that we're all one people. I know so many blacks versus Samoan fights that didn't happen. Black versus Mexican fights and stuff in school. Every school I've been to from middle school on up. They had a black versus Mexican incident. Black versus Samoan incident. Okay. 
going to dig deeper, okay? The Maasai tribe, the people of Kenya, Tanzania, okay? Shit, honestly, all the tribes in Africa, this is just, they're just letting me let y'all know something, okay? They lost a lot of their land because the Europeans settled there, alright? They protected animals, they're very brave, they had warriors. The men were the warriors. The men would hunt and kill male lions to show the tribe that they had courage. And then they would skin that lion, eat the meat, and wear, you know, their, um, you know how you have, like, the king, the cape, you know what I mean? Like, their attire. Um, or they would, like, you know, put, I don't know how to explain it, like, they would probably wear, like, the head. And then it's, you know, you know, it's like a robe, basically, to let you know I'm a warrior, I'm a chief. These are the instances that they would kill the lions and stuff. They protected animals, family, and culture. When the men would go out, they would go out and it's like you see a couple men dressed in beads, you know, and shawls and stuff. They have red, um, some of them have like red clay in their hair. And you see these men, these warrior men go out and they chasing the fucking lion. You know how badass that is, bro? They didn't want y'all to know that about your ancestors. The Egyptians. There's 2,000 gods. I named about 20 of them. I have, no, I named about 15 so far. I didn't even break down all of them for you guys. That's what I mean when I say how, um, when I said the resurrection prayer, when I say we come in many forms. We live over and over again. We're alive right now. That's what I mean by that. When I can say that I can be all these different energies because these are different time periods. The same thing, okay? Alright? I told you guys when I was breaking down like Nefertiti and Cleopatra. Cleopatra's Haftor. She started off as Hathor originally. When all this takes place, we come back in a human form. Now we're Cleopatra. Everybody knows us as a queen, but we're human. And then come with the every every time for Ra, the god Ramses, Ramses the second, the son, all that, the first. That's Ra. You see what I'm saying? Okay. But there's two thousand gods, over two thousand gods and goddesses. The ones that are mentioned in Egyptology, those are the ones that they stole from. King Tut, Ra, Ahimhotep, Hashafet, okay? Nefertiti, Nefertari, Cleopatra, Dope, Anubis. The ones that we know of today, right now, the reason y'all know about them is because these are the sarcophaguses that they stole. That's why I'm fucking them up, okay? We knew about the death and the afterlife. We knew about recognizing, honoring, and worshiping the gods and goddesses through ritual prayers and offerings. They have altars, too. All of that is literally on in the tombs, all of this. Okay. Yeah, the Maori culture. Alright. 
if you don't know the Maori culture, I feel like I'm starting to see more of them on like TikTok, and they um they have their own way and their own style on their chin. They have tattoos on their chin. Some of them have full face tattoos, but the women I know a lot have tattoos on their chin. Okay. They respect each other. They respect their communities. They also have celebrations, occasions, funerals, where they teach everything. The older tribal, mem- the older tribal members, they teach the younger generations the language, the stories, the spirituality, the arts, music, genealogy, and beliefs. They share meals during ceremonial practices to help bring family and community together. Okay, this is gonna shock y'all. The monks that y'all see, okay, the monks too. In the eastern Himalayas, the Bhutan tribes, okay, their homeland is Drukul, the land of the thunder dragon. You know, a lot of the um, Asian movies and stuff, or the Asian cultures, you see dragons protecting them and stuff. You see Buddha temples and stuff surrounded by dragons and stuff. This is wrong. Okay. They're here to speak, uh, to spread peace and love on Earth. Polynesians, Hawaiian Islands. Our ancestors been here. Your ancestors have been here traveling and, you know, um, moving around since before the year 400, okay? When the year 400 came, you guys settled in the Hawaiian Islands and made that you guys' territory. But you guys have been moving around. This, this is our people, too. Like I said, how you can solve um, that that issue in China people are literally living in a one bedroom and it's 15 people and none of the motherfuckers are related and they all got a tiny little corner paying higher than what we're paying for a 2-3 bedroom why not spread out our ancestors spread out they didn't want people to spread out and get to know each other and blend cultures because once you do that and you share traditions you realize it's the same thing that's why they gotta pit everybody against each other to make y'all think that y'all different. Hawaii, they, um, they, of course, do ritual blessings, prayers, singing, dancing, chanting, and they honor the goddess Laka. Okay. They're really good with breath work and body work. The Hudula folk are the hidden people of Iceland. Okay. Icelandic people. Honestly, your ancestors are elves. I don't know what else to tell you. Your faith. Your ancestors are faith. Okay. Originally, your name was the Hadula folk. So originally, you guys were the hidden people. If you guys watch the Vikings, um, I believe Floki is the one that found I don't know his real name his real name could be Floki because Ragnar Lothrock and um his wife Lagathera they are real so Floki could have been a real character in real life but you guys um the 
people from Iceland, like your ancestors are from Iceland. You guys are actually fake folk, okay? You guys have dreams, telepathy, direct communication with humans. But you guys are like, honestly, not humans. I don't know what to tell y'all. That's cool though. Okay, so we still got a lot to say and it's about to end. So I'm going to pause it right here and pick it back up. folk they're also known as like elves so the people that are from iceland or have family from iceland i know i do my ancestors um you can notice that you guys have more like elfish features like your nose might be pointy or like pointy ears you know what i mean that's why celtic okay you guys came to europe around 12,000 bc okay so before that, you guys were in our culture. You guys were doing, you know, our thing. You guys actually moved to Europe. You moved to that area. You guys are not from there. Alright? So if you guys were wondering, in 12,000 BCE is when the Celts moved over to Western Europe. They went to the British Isles. Okay? You guys were actually in the British area from the year 500. So you guys were there before the British that are there now, the roads. See, that's what I mean when I say you guys are on our land and y'all will be removed because you're literally on the Celts' land, okay? Just because the wars was won by them and they conquered the traditions and got rid of the traditions and labeled it as fairy tales, then it's just like, oh, okay, you don't know the truth, you know what I mean? You guys were known for speaking with nature spirits okay you guys were also able to pass things down through song story art and poetry that they now just label as mythology and fairy tales the celts believe everything comes in threes past present future okay you guys are literally and i'll mention them too um i believe they're called the mayor maori sisters or the marai M-O-R-A-I. Basically, I think I'm saying the, the name wrong because I don't know how to pronounce their language, you know. But they're called the Sisters of Fate, the Three Sisters of Fate. So they believe that there's three women of fate. So it's like this holy trinity um, that has connections with the past, present, and future. And basically, they're three sisters that sit around and they loom they knit and they're weaving everybody's past present and future together so they decide the fates is what the uh, is what the celtics believe that they decide those three sisters decide when you're taking out the world when they snip it and they feel like your weaving is done and they snip it that's when you're done and you leave this world they're in control of also the birth and death to rebirth process as well they believe that when the Celtic kids, the Irish kids, are born, that the three sisters are in the birthing room or in the house or wherever they're being born with them, weaving their entire life together. And energetically, when they're done, 
when that person's lifetime is up, however they're taken out, once they once the three sisters of fate cut that loom and seal it off, then they believe then that's when that person's life will end up at. You guys need to learn about your cultures. Kalasha tribe, okay? They're um, in northern Pakistan in the central valley of the Afghan border, okay? The Kalashas are blonde hair, blue eyed. Didn't I just tell you that they're in Pakistan on the Afghan border? But they're blonde hair, blue eyed. So what does that mean? They're al- albino. They have our skin color. They probably have sandy skin or dark skin. But they're blonde hair and blue eyed and they live in Pakistan, Pakistan, Afghanistan, Afghanistan border, Afghan border, excuse me. They look very different from the other tribes of Pakistan. Okay. They believe in making love, not war. The women are very sexually liberated. Okay. In their tribe, the women choose their husbands. If it don't work out, she can hit up another dude and let him know how much her current husband paid for her. Because, you know, they do like, I'll trade ox, I'll trade cows and you know however much livestock for you and that's that considers you wealthy so she'll hit up this new dude and be like look this is what he traded for me and if she can double that then she literally has a new husband they don't judge them for that this is divine feminine energy they don't want you to know that you have power like that okay again i'm gonna say that one more time for the people in the back this is a tribe in northern pakistan citro valley Upon the Afghan border of Pakistan. And these people have blonde hair and blue eyes. But they have my skin tone, okay? Early Berber. These are Northwest African people. Okay? They were around during 10,000 BCE. Okay? They were also nomadic. They traveled largely throughout the Sahara Desert to Morocco, okay? And North Africa is where they pretty much settled. So the crazy thing is, these are also our Egyptian folks. When they called Mauritians, okay, or Moroccans, they believed in spirits called the jinn. That jinns can take, um, and this is... The jinn that they speak of is actually the Alpha Draconians. They have their own name for them back then. They call them jinn. Jinns are things or, yeah, beings that can act like humans and take different forms. But they're not human. There's evil jinns. They don't believe that there's good jinns. And then the hamsa, meaning the hand with the all-seeing eye in it, that is their form of protecting the evil eye, okay? They call it a hamsa. They put it in jewelry or hang it on the wall because it protects them from jinns and other forms of black magic. Alright? They also dress like gypsies with shawls on their head and they paint things on their face and on their third eye and they are very, very highly spiritual. The things and the charms that they wear is supposed to protect them as well. The Chinese people, the ancient Chinese people, the ancient, the more further back you go to China, the blacker they get. 
the further back you go to uh, Japanese, you'll notice that the samurais and the older pictures, they have nappy hair. Nappy beard to nappy hair and afros, okay? If you go to certain places, I mean, don't look at what they're showing you on TV, on advertisement, because they'll find the lightest person to give them to model as, you know, Team China or, you know, Miss China or Miss Indonesia. But in reality, these people, if you actually walk the streets, you'll see that these people are the same color as us. I had a, when I was younger, had a boyfriend. He was Cambodian, Laos, and Vietnamese, okay? He would get darker than me in summertime, like dead ass during the wintertime. And this is kind of me too. In the summertime, I get darker. In the wintertime, I get lighter just because of all my mixtures, okay? Um, when my son was born, they thought he had jaundice because he was native. So his skin had a different pigment, okay? This is what I mean by that. But literally, my Asian boyfriend, and he had Cambodian, Laos, and Vietnamese in him. And he got blacker than me in the summertime. Literally, like, besides his hair, you wouldn't be able to tell that he was Asian. Of Asian descent. When it become summertime, okay? The Chinese believed in feng shui. When you would design and, and create this flow of energy by how you design certain buildings, graves, temples, tombstones... And even decorating your house, they believe that this certain chi force, which is like good energy, will be gathered in that home or that area, and it'll like reduce the negative energy. Okay. Incas. I just said who the Incans are, so let me make sure I get y'all right. You feel me? Incas. Okay. So, you are the Asher tribe of the 12 tribes of Israel. So, from Colombia all the way down to Aragua and all the countries in between, your ancestors are the Incas, okay? So, the Incans, okay, they helped get the plains, the deserts, the mountains, and the tropical jungles together by building roads, buildings, terraces, canals, and irrigation into their network. So, all of that beautiful tribal um when you, when people go and visit these places you know like they have ruins like for example like the mayan ruins the incan ruins and things like that the reason you guys have these monuments and these things are because you guys literally set up this entire system okay these are the things they ate potatoes nuts maize pepper avocados tomatoes quinoa I think I'll say quinoa, quinoa, whatever. I always say that shit wrong. <laughs> These are the things y'all ate, okay? Did I say anything about meat? No. Let me say that one more time. These are the things y'all ate naturally. And y'all lived off this. Potatoes, nuts, maize, pepper, avocados, tomatoes, and quinoa or quinoa. However you say that shit. They worshiped their deities with rituals, songs, and offerings, okay? They believed in making them certain offerings. Offerings could help them um, avoid droughts, floods, and earthquakes that might affect their crops because they had to have good, healthy crops. If they only ate from the land, then they need to make sure the land was good. So they would give certain offerings and stuff to the gods. They had religious ceremonies, okay, um, and holy places called the Hakwas, okay. There's an Incan goddess that they worship called Pachamama. She was considered Mother Earth, okay. She was considered the feminine soul of nature, the provider of life, food, animals, and water. 
their representatives. They also believe if they pissed her off that she can cause earthquakes. Okay? They have lots of shrines still dedicated to her right now. The Ainu of northern Japan, okay? Like I just told you. <laughs> In Japan, even we had our tribes too. The women of the Ainu, okay, they have their arms and lips tattooed. Once they were old enough to be married, this is how you would be able to tell that they were um, able to be married. Their lip tattoos were for keeping evil spirits away. So this is similar to the tribe of Maori. Remember, I just told you the Maori, the women. I feel like the men do too, but I know the women for sure. Right along their mouth, going down to their chin, they have a tribal tattoo. And this was believed to keep away evil spirits, okay? To protect, even in the afterlife. Um, okay, so they were forced to take on certain customs as the time went on. And they were banned from being tattooed. To this day, a lot of um, Ainu women do not have tattoos on their lips because they were forced to not do this, okay? They just got recognized in 2008 by the Japanese government, okay? They're trying to renew their culture actively, okay? So these are things that were stolen from us that we're trying to bring back. Back to the Finnish culture, okay? The Finnish culture, the Finland, okay? What they would do, they were really connected to elves and, and nature spirits. They would go out and, you know, the saunas that we have right now, they created those, okay? The saunas, they believed, were, like, using religious ceremonies that helped them um, cleanse themselves of negative spirits. They would go out. Their saunas were different. So, in Finland and stuff, it, during the winter, it gets really cold. And they have, like, log cabin houses, and they would have, like, this... Um, you know, like, the movies and the shows where people have, like, uh, what is it called? Um, nature spas, or, like, it's like, a, a they'll dig a hole in the snow and, like, fill it with water, but the water will be hot. I don't know what it's called right now off the tip of my tongue. But they would do that and cleanse themselves outside in nature that way. And they would also have a sun that was built to help them sweat out their, um, energy. They would leave food for, um the elf they call them a sauna elf that would be in there to help them clean the energy they believed in respecting nature because if the elf got angry it would be have behave badly and bring them bad luck um if they kept the sauna elf the sauna elf happy with their blessings for leaving out food and water and special offerings then um they were able to like you know be blessed it was all about respecting your physical body and detoxing and things like that the Huli Wigmen, okay, of the southern highlands of the Papua New Guinea, okay, they are, okay, so you guys have seen these men before, they got their face painted, they might have like extravagant hats with feathers um, coming out of their hats, they would paint their faces, they, um, these are the, okay, these are the people that I was com um, comparing and saying that they, um, some of them do live in the Amazons, some of them live in New Guinea, okay, and they've been there for thousands of years, all right? Same people, just in different areas. Um, they have bones that they would pierce themselves with for, like, um, bones and, like, bamboo piercings, okay? So on their nose or, you know, their eyes or face, things like that. They um, would make, like, elaborate wigs or elaborate, like, headdressings, hats with different feathers and, like, paint their faces, okay? And pretty much... Um, 
they would like when they were 14 years old they would go to this thing called wig school basically and it's an all-male group they could not contact the females at all they had to learn how to be a man and hunt and build and carry on the traditions of the huli wigmen um grow their hair a very long um way make their wigs and like after they were able to show that they're a man that they can hunt they can make their own wig they can you know um, build and you know create traditions and provide for a woman then that's when they would have this big ceremony and their extravagant wigs and face paint was like almost like a calling like if the woman liked him then it's like okay it's like a mating courting thing you know even with my family my ancestors I tell you guys that even in the spirit world there's a courting process certain bloodlines are not supposed to mix together certain ones are that's the whole reason why okay so they were physically having these courting ceremonies um in real life okay um he also must make all of his wigs before he marries so if he has let's say they're supposed to make seven or something he has to make all of them before he marries anyone also and they also take part in ceremonial rituals when they have spells put on them and follow strict diets to make their hair grow, okay? So they're very, very traditional in the sense. The Lakota tribe of the Sioux Nation of North America, okay? This is you guys in particular. I mean, there's literally all the tribes, but this one's in my book, okay? So you guys are really big on spirituality as well, okay? There's this thing called the Han Blexia. I think I'm saying that wrong. When, um, when basically this, the person, the man, they'll go and visit, um, a shaman for guidance, okay? They'll go to a sweat lodge as well and prepare the sacred pipe so the shaman can cleanse their spirit. So didn't I just say this is similar, right? Okay? The same similar tribe. I just told you guys that the Finnish people from Finland would go into a sauna, which is also a sweat lodge, okay? The same thing. So it's letting me know that some of the um, natives that are in America, the Lakota tribe in particular, your ancestors are also Finnish, okay? The the albinos, they left and went to Finland and, and, and established that land for them. But they had the same practices where they sweat out and detox the impurities, okay? With them, they also use um, smoking, smoke pipes, okay? Smoke ceremonies to cleanse the spirits with the shamans. Remember how I told you guys that when I smoke weed, I smoke as a ceremonial practice. Now, I don't just smoke to just be smoking, okay? Also, they were um, meant to be there with the sacred pipe with tobacco and, you know, whatever other herbs that they're supposed to have, okay? And with this... Okay, hold on one second, one second. Okay, my bad. I have to take a break real quick. So, um, so basically, um, the holy man that they were, um, they call them one. Wankantaka, Wankantaka, or it was basically translate as the great spirit, okay? So when they would go to this shaman called the Wankantaka, Wankantaka, okay? That person would um, give them a sacred pipe of like, you know, certain herbs, maybe even like marijuana and tobacco in there. And they would go to this isolated place um, in a sweat lodge where they're not allowed um, any food or drink for one to four nights. So it depends on like, 
when the shaman will see them and they will see, okay, you got this bad energy on you, it's going to take three days, it's going to take four days, it's going to take a day, depending on what type of energy reading they would get, okay? So then however long they tell you, you got to stay in that sauna for that long and you can't have food or water. It's like basically how I was explaining to you guys with um, fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. It's different with everybody okay the gods kind of gave everybody a general thing if you can do the 40 days and 40 nights with no sugar no water i mean no sugar no alcohol no sex or whatever it is i just said the other day the gods will forgive you so in a way this is their form okay they had to pay attention to messages signs dreams visions that the spirit guides were giving them during this time okay during this time alone, okay, if they've seen any feathers or stones or anything like that, they're supposed to keep these things in their medicine bundle um, because basically it's like it was like some type of divination form. Those are the messages from whatever they, you know, whatever they went in there seeking. They found it through that, okay? For the ancient Romans, okay? Remember I told you, Rome is in Italy, Italians, okay? Um... They were the architects. That's why if you look at Rome, the Colosseums, okay, even down to, like, the Vatican and the churches and stuff like that, those things were, like, they're built with the architectural mindset of our ancestors, but they're being corrupted because the popes and shit are doing weird shit and touching kids in there, right? But it's, like, basically, like, they had strong armies. They had soldiers. They had tar architects and engineers. They built roads walls bath houses okay um they're very wealthy they had luxurious foods and wines okay um they divided their day into 12 hour periods so the concept of time actually came from them that uh, 24 hours you know 12 and 12 but the thing is back in their day they just had 12 hours okay they just considered it that way where they would um, measure sunrise midday sunset with different sundials but when it came to corrupting things and taking our culture away from us they added on another 12 hours okay so honestly when i say the concept of time does not matter because time is non-existent it's a man-made thing okay the people that first did this was the romans and even i know um the vikings also i wouldn't say they could like like practice the concept of time but they went by like the stars the full moon the new moons and stuff they knew that that was at least 30 days in you know in between with the, the cycles and stuff they also knew about like how to find the sun and like how to get direction like compass direction with the sunstone and like using a dial as well okay a sundial all right so they also would like the wealthy romans would um you know be at home eating leisurely you know resting sleeping things like that okay they were really big on physical, mental, spiritual, um, spirituality, where it's like, um, throughout the rest of the day, they were like resting and chilling. So you could see a lot of them in like bath houses and things like that, where they're just chilling. Buddhism. Okay. This is in Tibet, Tibetan Buddhism. Okay. They were big on like being spiritual masters and teachers, the monks. Okay. They were teachers of, about Dharma. Okay, so I teach you guys about karma and how to avoid it. They'll teach you guys about dharma, okay? Their teachers were called yamas, I think. Yamas. I'm probably saying that in a very Spanish way, but I feel like it's very connected, or I'm just saying it wrong. L-A-M-A-S. Monks and nuns, okay? 
in their environment, they use the monks and the nuns and the yamas to pretty much protect and promote their environment, their language, and their culture, okay? Yeah. Um, it would be, like, a proud thing to send your child off to be a monk. It's, like, held in high honor, okay? Um, the Thai, okay? Um, Thai people, Thai cultures, okay? They're also influenced by Buddhism, okay? Same people, different area. They're holistic health um, people. They lived well and avoided illness, illness, okay? They had lots of physical activity, meditation, diet, herbal medicines, and massage, Okay? Their type of massage, the Thai massage, is called Nuwet Thai. I feel like there's a lot of, like, um, Thai places out here in Seattle and different parts of, around Washington. And they're known for their massage and their Reiki, okay? They um, use this, um, they use Ayurvedic principles, acupuncture, and yoga to help balance out energy. And they're, you know how, like, energy in Chinese, they call it Chi. Um, chi. This one they call sin, S-E-N, okay? You see what I mean? Sin, all right? I'm just going to throw that out there real quick, okay? They balance their physical, mental, and emotional through their body, um, through yoga practices and things like that. They also help treat the monks and the nuns to help with sore muscles after sitting in, you know, different meditation poses all day because they'll be in meditation all day getting messages from the gods, okay? A lot of their medical practices and texts are carved in stone, so it's very ancient practices, okay? Also, um, Australia, the Aboriginal people of Australia, I need you guys to watch the movie Rabbit Proof Fence. A long time ago, it was on Netflix, but I'm sure they took it off. Find it anywhere that you can. It's a really deep movie that helps you understand what they did to the Aboriginal um, people of Australia. I remember as a kid, one of my favorite movies was um, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, right? And there was a certain one where he went to Africa and he went to these different tribes, Jim Carrey, right? He's very woke. He's very, very woke. And he speaks out a lot of against um, the Illuminati, but a lot of people don't listen to him because they don't take him seriously because he's a comedic actor. But in his movies, and I respect him for this, in his movies, Ace Pet, um, Ace Pet, Wait, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, okay? <laughs> um, the one where he was in um, Africa and stuff. He showed you guys what the true African people look like, what the Aboriginal people look like. And I remember from watching that movie, a couple years go by, and, you know, um, I'm a 90s baby, so we didn't have internet for that long, you know what I'm saying? Like, we kind of was around the, the basis of getting the new dial-up and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, we kind of getting old. So it's like... um. I remember when we first was learning how to research and stuff, and I was, you know, we, we had to learn how to research stuff and look stuff up in, like, middle school, I think. And um, I was just researching stuff, and I was I was thinking about it, and I was like, Mom, um, how come? I, I, I was, like, I was getting older. And I'm like, I remember that the Aboriginal Australians from this movie, they look like this. But when I Googled them, they're the surfer type with the blonde hair, blue eyes, and they look like white now. So me and her talked about that. We talked about um, like gentrification and like um, breeding, breeding out the melanin. That's another thing that happened. Um, so on top of us just having the Eve gene and we having albinos, they will also systematically breed um, them out 
with the British or breed them with certain bloodlines so that your skin tone is whiter now. So that's why there's this colorism thing in all cultures. Every culture has colorism. Every single culture. Light versus dark. White versus black. It doesn't matter. Your skin tone is darker than my skin tone, so I feel like I'm superior or inferior, right? That's all a system, okay? So just look into that. But go watch that movie, too. That's my shit. <laughs> so with them, there's also... I told you guys about the... Um, island of tasmania that had similar aboriginal people there they looked very similar to the aboriginal people of australia but they were their own culture and they had their own island just right off the coast of australia they were literally they dropped the bomb on them and wiped the entire island out they're the ones that have the tasmanian devil right now it's just um i believe it's just animals on that um island right now it's just animals you might even run into a Tasmanian devil. You can Google it and look and see what it looks like, okay? It looks like a raccoon-type badger thing with teeth, and it looks like it'll fuck you up. But they take that, and like I said, they put it on com- cartoons and stuff, and make fun of it. Tasmanian devil, the little cartoon from Looney Tunes, making fun of the shamans and the shamanic practices of the aboriginal people of ta- Tasmania which were very close to the aboriginal people of Australia, okay? These people were very, very ancient. They had telepathy. They had a very distinct connection with the land, the sky, everything in between, okay? They were extinctive tracking. They had extinctive tracking skills. I also want you guys, if you want to understand this more, to go watch the movie The Nightingale, okay? That's more of a recent movie. Rabbit Proof Fence is kind of like older, but it's based on a true story, okay? And they used to kidnap the children and the women from these villages and take them off to the boarding schools and the breeding camps. And literally, like, as soon as these little girls get their periods, they will breed them with a white man, a colonizer, so that these, the more and more, by the third generation, this kid is now white. They forgot about the fact that they came from here, okay? So look into that. Rabbit Proof Fence will break that down. The Nightingale will show you guys that um, the Celtics, the Irish, and, you know, um, Scottish and things like that, they also were enslaved on um, on Australia's land by the British or the English people as well. Nightingale will show you that they used... Um, the shamanic practices of the Celts when it involves singing and harmonizing and stuff. The Nightingale um, talks about like a woman that has a beautiful voice that sings, and they would use her as like almost like a prostitute and make her sing and perform for the um, the warriors, the the fighters, the colonizers. Okay, they would kidnap them and make them sing. So they were enslaving both Aboriginal Australians and Celtics that were on that land. Where did the Celtics come from? You ask. They took them from their land and brought them to where they wanted to go, some of them. Some of them were already there from traveling because our, tra- our, our ancestors were all nomadic. They all traveled all around the world, okay? That's something I need y'all to look into. All right. They're really good with tele- telepathy as well. For the Greek culture, okay? The reason I say that my ancestors are Greek, you need to understand that Greece is in Rome, Okay? Rome, like Greece, Roman, um, and, and Italian 
cultures all tie into each other because these are all the same people. They just traveled, okay? And they're really not that far from each other. They're big on um, their civilizations, okay? Their different technologies and sciences, okay? They were into art, literature, science, math, and politics, okay? They also um, furthered their studies and went to poetry, debate, musical um, instruments. There was like a military-based school for... um, for boys that were 18 so they had like the reason that like you know we seen the spartans and like um all those different like warriors is because they would train them okay the girls did not attend school if they um unless they were from a wealthy family if their mom could read and write they were just self-taught okay they also would get along um and sit around the tree and like learn from the elders that was like their school time so like homeschooling Okay. The Spartans are like the military school that they went to, okay? Okay? They were also Spartan females that went to military school as well. They weren't as brutal as the boys, but they knew how to fight and use weapons and kill. They also would wrestle and fist fight, okay? The Vedic tradition, so we're going back to like, um, this is like in India, okay? Um,. They believed in different gods as well, but they mainly believed in, um, remember how I just said the Ayurvedic practices? So the same people that, um, Thai, okay, the Thai people in Asia, they have connections with the people from India, okay? They moved, they moved from India around 500 BC and went over to what is now known as Thai. So a lot of their practices are the same, okay? When it comes to like ritual things, um, stimulation and healing spiritually, like um, Ayurvedic practices and like acupuncture and things like that as well. Okay, they had different medicines, natural medicines and things that they would do. All right, so these are the same people, same people. They would use metal substances, meaning like the little needles for um, for you know I don't know what the little pin needles are called when you do um acupuncture but you know you know what i'm saying y'all know what i'm talking about so that's all the cultures this is going to be i guess the end of the first episode because i'm pretty sure it's really long i'm gonna go take a break and eat me something because that made me really hungry for some strange reason (laughs) so when we come back um we're gonna go into more of the details and see what more of some of the ancestors um have to say i have cards from the celtic norse finish all of them ancestors of um messages from um the italian roman greek ancestors the um african ancestors egyptians even the ones from the merfolk um i do have some stuff from um kalima as well messages from kalima and she is also like hindu so, like, honestly, bro, all of these people are really tied. I hope you guys understand the way I'm breaking it down. Um, after we're done with all these episodes, this little mini-series that we're doing about breaking this down, so I can teach you guys what I mean and, and like, really explain to you guys what I mean by our, our albinos. Like, you know, you guys literally are our people. They just didn't want y'all to know that. They wanted us to fight forever and go against each other for the small fucking differences. They took the spirituality out of it because if you do about the spirituality, you understand that every one of these 
cultures that I named and even the ones that are not mentioned in this book, we all had some type of shaman, some type of healer, some type of spiritual, um, like, practice that could have honestly tied us all together. But since they took the spiritual practices away and tried to create one world religion, um, then it honestly, like, made us all separate. Then there's colorism, then there's colonism, then there's separating of the heritages and heritages and the cultures and taking the men and the warrior and the prophets and the storytellers out and killing them out first and leaving the young to then grow up and be in boarding schools and being forced to be taught what y'all want them to be taught so then in a way your entire family's history your entire truth is wiped out from everyone in the world i need y'all to really understand on a deep level This is the end of episode one. We'll get into more of this later. I love you guys. Enjoy your day. And I hope, I hope that this is waking people up and getting them to realize that we are literally all one. Peace.